Hello, and thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Minister John Richard, and this podcast is an account of this week's Bible study. I pray that it blesses and strengthens you in Jesus' name. If you are looking for more of the Word or are searching for the notes that were used in this week's lesson, please feel free to check the links in the description. Enjoy the Bible study and be blessed. Amen and amen. I want to just say thank you, Lord, for all that you do, all that you've done, and all that you're going to do in our lives because, you know, Father, we truly depend on you for everything that we do and everything that we're going to, you know, try to get done in your name, Lord. Um, For tonight, I, I won't be before you long. Um, I just want to share one simple thing with you and then briefly pray. And that simple thing is that, and I, I really need you to hear me out on this one, that the devil is a liar. Okay. Now we know it's in scripture. Jesus himself says when he was talking to um, some of the people in the crowd that they are of their father, Satan, that Satan is the father of lies, that he is a liar. He's been one from the beginning, that there is no truth in him and that the truth is far from him. Well, with that, let me tell you just very briefly about why it's so important to remember that the devil is a liar. See, when we feel down, when we feel out, when we feel misconstrued, when we feel just whatever that isn't of God, right? It's typically the enemy trying to sow some foul seed into your ear to try to cause you to believe something that isn't true, because that's the only thing he can do. He can try to avert your attention. If you remember what we discussed last week, it's about how some of the issues that we face in life really aren't as grave as they may appear to be when we can remove them from being like literally touching our eyeball. If I just take it and remove it and push it back a little bit, then I can look at it for what it is. I can take a second. I can take a moment to just comprehend what's actually trying to happen. And then I can respond to the situation accordingly instead of reacting because I'm afraid because it's stuck in my eye. Well, in the same way, when we're down, when we're out, when we're whatever, it's because the devil is a liar, right? The Bible tells us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Now, the last time I checked, once a person gets saved, Jesus, as he says in the book of Revelation, will come into your life, into your heart, and he will sit down at the table with you and he will eat with you as a friend. Now, I don't know if you've ever had lunch with friends, but when you have lunch with somebody that you really care about, it's a very endearing and an intimate thing. When you spend time with the people that you truly love, when you spend time with those who, you know, have, you've been building something in your life, that, that meal is a moment where you can sit down, take a load off, relax in one another's presence and share some things that you typically might not share with other people or maybe even them in certain settings because when you're eating guess what happens we've talked about this before you're vulnerable when we're vulnerable we give god an opportunity 
to really rule and reign in our lives and allow us to get some things out of our life that we may not necessarily need to hang on to anymore. Now, with that being said, today has been a very long day. Today has been somewhat rough, but I have no complaints because God is good and he still has some goodness to to come because that's what the Bible says, that our God is the same God that he was yesterday, today and is to come. That that's a mighty God that we serve. And I bring this up simply to remind you that because of what we're talking about tonight, I had to deal with a certain situation. I won't go into details, but it was regarding this. And what happens when we get placed into these situations where we're desperate to react? Well, we know that the devil is a liar and the father of lies. We also know that every good thing that God has to say, the enemy will try to turn it just a little bit at the slightest angle, maybe one degree. And that one degree angle turn that he just made to God's truth is now twisted it into an absolute lie. Because if it's not of Jesus, then it, it ain't it. But here's the thing. When we know the word, when we know the word for ourselves, not because we're just reading every day or, or praying every day, but when we're allowing God to write his word on our hearts and on our minds so that we would be sure to keep it close as to not to offend him. Well, then when the enemy tries to come in with his little lies, they don't matter anymore because we know what God has to say about said situation, whatever situation that we find ourselves in, that we are more than worthy, that we are more than conquerors, that we are peculiar people, that our sins in the past do not define who we are because we're not our sins. We're not our mistakes. We're not our faults. We're not anything that the enemy could find wrong with us because Jesus has already paid the price for it all. He literally stepped in to make sure that we would have every single thing that we need and every single thing that we need all rests inside of relationship with who God truly is. So once again, the devil is a liar because one, the enemy didn't make you. So he has no say in what's wrong with you. Two, if he does happen to find fault in us, that is biblically correct. Cool. Well, guess what? Double jeopardy. Jesus has already paid for every single sin that you would ever commit in your life. The sins tomorrow, the sins next year, the sins 20 years from now, whatever it may be, God has already paid for them all. So when the enemy tries to make you feel bad about something, all he's doing is beating a dead horse. And matter of fact, he's trying to reopen a case that's already been closed. When Jesus hung his head on that cross and gave up the ghost and then rose himself from the dead on the third day, it was all with the express written consent to remind you every single moment in your life where you would be faced in these situations that Satan truly is a liar. Even the things that we feel you know we could have possibly been the cause of, we're victims in the situation. That's not on us. Everything that God has allowed to happen in our lives, whether it be good or bad, all serves the purpose of allowing us to grow in faith and trust in him so that when we do truly overcome whatever it is that we need to overcome, it's so that we can share it with the next person 
in order to help them understand that God can get you through it. He will get you through it. He wants to get you through it. So what's the holdup? You know, that's not to rush somebody, but it's to let them know that you do have a way out. And his name is Jesus. And not only does he want to get you out, but he already paid your way out of it. So all we have to do is accept what God has done for us on Calvary. Take the deal, get saved, make the 180, walk with Christ. Yes, we'll be shaky at times because we're people. We're not perfect. But what will happen is, is that God will see us through every step of the way. So that's quite literally it. You know, the devil is a liar. I don't care what he says, what he tries to make you feel, what past thing he brings up, what failure he tries to make you think that you are. Let me just tell you what God thinks of you, that you are worthy of love, not because you earned it, not because you could work for it, but simply because God is love and he deems you worthy enough to give it to you because he died for you while you were yet still his enemy. I'm talking to you personally, not the group of us, but you, the listener that he died for you while you were still tripping before you even knew you would need someone to die for you already paid the cost and when you find out that you needed some saving well the savior already made the way and all he's doing at this point is having that outstretched hand with his nail scarred wounds wide open to you saying come unto me all you who are weary and got a lot of burdens on your shoulders and i will give you some real rest not the you need a whole month off just to recuperate because you went to one social event but know some i'm gonna give you some peace of mind and peace of heart rest the kind that will get you through every single storm every single trial every single tribulation in this life that you could ever face because God will be right there with it through you that you are a peculiar person you have meaning to God you know yes he died for all but to those of us who are blessed to get saved and to walk this life with him and be called his children well he has special things for you you're not a failure you're not you know, not putting in enough effort. You're doing exactly what it is that you need to be doing. You just got to trust God's process. Okay. It's not about when we think we're ready. It's about when God knows we'll be ready. Okay. And the best way to get there is to keep trusting him. So once again, the devil is a liar. Don't believe a single feeling, reaction, anything like that, that he would try to sow in your ear because all he's doing is trying to get you off the path and he can't even get you off the path. But what he can try to do is delay you from the blessing because he is terrified of you getting to where God wants you to be. But that's the best part about this Christian journey. Once we realize that the enemy is afraid, well, let's give him what he hates. Let's keep on praising in the midst of the storm. Let's keep on thanking God, even though the situation hasn't changed just yet. Let's keep on praising, even though we still may be falling and tripping at the same thing, because we know that the things that we're going through, they have a finite time period to it. The thing you're struggling with, it has to end. 
the thing that you're dealing with currently, it's going to end. The storm will not last forever. And every trial, every tribulation, every season, it's going to change because God is not a stagnant God. He is a progressive God that not only wants us to move forward, but pushes us forward. He doesn't let us stay still by the wayside, but instead he takes us like a good father. He puts us in some uncomfortable situations because he knows it's exactly what we need in order to grow. And then he watches us bloom because as the Bible says, we have everything that we need inside of us. God has already equipped us with every good thing for all the good works that he has already predated for us to do. All we have to do now is to dig deep in Jesus's name, stir up the gift on the inside because it's going to make room for you. Your gifts and talents will make room and they have to make room because God's word never comes back void. And lastly, my beloved brothers and sisters, just trust them, okay? Devil, liar, God, truth. That's literally one of his names. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life of this world slash light. Trust your father. Let's not trip out so much like we talked about last week. And when you start to feel funny, remember to just punch Satan in the eye for that day, because not today. I don't have time for it. I'm not going to deal with it. You're trespassing on holy ground. Get behind me, just like Jesus said, and he will move. Like the Bible says, if you resist temptation, it will flee from you. And the same guys, when you start throwing slugs at Satan's way, using your spiritual weapons that are not carnal, but are mighty for warfare. Well, he has to move around because you, you you calling him on it. You know, you're calling him out and he just he fails every single time. The only thing Satan can do in this life is get an L, which means to lose. And even then, he doesn't even deserve those losses because he already lost from the beginning. So, Heavenly Father, we come before you in prayer simply saying thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you that not only are you there for us, but that you're there with us, God. It truly makes the difference. Thank you that no matter what event, what, uh, you know, occasion that we happen to find ourselves upon, no matter what it is that we're struggling with or dealing with or that we're reacting to, God, that we know that the enemy is a liar. He's the father of lies. There's no truth in him and it's far from him. But God, we thank you that we no longer belong on the other side of the tracks, but that we moved on up and now we're with you in heavenly places and that you've not only saved us, but you've cleaned us, you've fed us, you've given us drink, you've taught us and you've shown us how to see through his deception. So right now, God, I ask that if there be any among us who's listening now or later that is dealing with something where the enemy is trying to sow seeds of discord in their life, that those weapons that he's trying to form would fall by the wayside, just like your word says, because no weapon formed against us can prosper. Not even the gates of hell can prevail because you've already bust them wide open and told them that the king of glory is coming on in to set the captives free. So God, I thank you for not only setting us free, but making us free with you, God. For anyone who is set free by you, Christ Jesus, is truly free indeed. And Lord, we thank you for the freedom, the freedom to look and observe at all things and to discern, to, excuse me, to discern it with your spirit in order to determine whether or not that thing is holy or unholy. God, please continually 
Guide us down the path of righteousness like only you can. Keep our hand in yours, not as if you'd let it go, but we're asking just because we need reassurance. And Father, we'll be sure to give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory which you so rightly deserve. It's these things we thank you for. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, family. I pray the lesson has blessed you in some way, shape, form, or fashion today. Each week, we hold Bible study on Zoom, and it would be wonderful to share this experience with you. If something was said that resonated with you and you aren't a part of the family, I would like to open the invitation to join. I pray that the Lord blesses you in all of your endeavors and that you chase after the prize, which is Jesus. See you next week, God willing, and be blessed.